Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. New visitors in the house, so we want to acknowledge those that just came in. Amen. Thank you for being part of this service. So if you're a, a new person, if you can do me one thing, can, can you stand up one, one time? We've got a sister over here, sister here, got a couple over here. Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Amen. Thank you for being part of our service. So I hope the Lord I will bless you. Amen. Anything you need, please don't hesitate to ask us or someone here. Amen. Uh, we we want to continue our, our, our series of going deeper. Amen. And so we've been in this series, quite a few messages, and, and it's something that uh, the, the Lord, you know, if we're going to go deeper. We can't just do it in a, in a three-part sermon. Amen. It's going to take a few parts. I mean, I don't know what part this is. I think it's number eight in this series that we've been going, but it's really getting deeper in the, in the Holy Spirit. And, and it's part of our theme for the year, Root It. Somebody say, Root It. Amen. So it's part of our theme of getting rooted. Amen. And how many know that we need deep roots if we're going to remain? Come on. If your roots are not deep, you'll be gone. And if there's no root, there's no fruit. Hallelujah. And so we need some deep roots. Amen. If we're going to sustain the storms that are coming our way, uh, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening in our world today, what we just came out of, amen, from this two-year shutdown type of thing, amen, and, and uh, COVID and all these things, and, and that has not gone away or anything, but, but, but these are, there, there are more things coming our way, and the enemy is really crafty of picking and pulling out the people from God out of the church, and so even in, in the Bible, it says many of the faith will fall away. And so that's what you see today, amen. And so we roots are really important for us if we're going to sustain this battle before Jesus comes back. And somebody say, amen. And so we, we got to continue to go deeper. Hallelujah. Somebody say deeper. Come on, we got to go deeper. And so uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to go today on this, and then we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks, amen, with Palm Sunday next Sunday of the, of the great uh, entrance of Jesus coming into Jerusalem, amen. On uh, Good Friday, amen. Of course, we know what happened on Friday, amen. Uh, he died for us, amen. He shed his blood for us, but Sunday comes, and you know what happened on Sunday, amen. He got up, hallelujah. So we're going to celebrate the risen king, amen. He's not a dead, he's alive, amen. And so those will be the next focus points in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but we do want you to come out on Saturday, as my son mentioned, amen, for a one-hour outreach. We're going to be uh, right here in this four, on the four corners of... Uh, uh, Tropicana and Pecos. Amen. Brother Victor will be leading that outreach. Amen. You'll be meeting here at the church. And then if you come a little late, we'll be at that, at that outreach there. We've got some signs. Amen. We're going to pass out our, our church flyers. We're going to just point them. That's our church right there. We're going to invite them to Palm Sunday, Good Friday. Amen. And Easter Sunday. Amen. And so we're going to go out there, pass out some flyers. If someone leads you to the Lord to pray for somebody, pray for somebody. If to share your testimony, share your testimony, or just hand out a flyer. Say, we don't want to invite you you to our church, amen, and if you want to get crazy enough and get on that bullhorn, hallelujah, get on that bullhorn and start preaching Jesus, amen, the love of Jesus, amen, to the Lord, share your testimony on the bullhorn, and you know what, just, just have some fun for an hour, amen, I'm telling you, you will be blessed, amen, so everyone that can be here, be out here, amen, hallelujah. So on this series that we're in, I'm going deeper, amen, throughout this series, we come to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals, he is the one who empowers, 
He is the one that releases, and he is the one who transforms. Amen? Come on, the Holy Spirit, you got to understand, the Holy Spirit loves you too much to leave you the way you are. Come on, how many know we came in damaged? Come on, you didn't just come in just to come in. You came in because something was lacking in your life. Come on, you were either hurt or you're in bondage or going through a season in your life that you said, man, I need Jesus. Your grandma was praying for you. Your mom was praying for you. Your Thea, Theo, whoever was praying for you that led you to come to church, amen, because you were needing something in your life. Something was lacking. Come on, somebody say amen. I got to get used to that little new stand, amen, that my wife bought me. Hallelujah. For my water. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so, you know what? He don't, he don't want to leave you messed up. He doesn't want to leave you jacked up. He wants to fix you. He wants to transform you. Come on, somebody. Come on. He wants to transform you and change you. Transformation, church, starts in the mind. Come on, as I ministered last week, amen, it talks, uh, when I talked about the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. The conscious mind is the things that you are aware of. Come on, the unconscious things are the things that you're not aware of. And I, like I mentioned last week, we have two divine intercessors. Christ is interceding for you. Somebody say me. For you, amen, up in heaven. And the Holy Spirit intercedes for us here on earth in us to help us along the way. Amen. How many need the Holy Spirit's help? I'm about to do, I rely on the Holy Spirit every single day. I cannot just go on my own. Holy Spirit, you're walking with me. He's talking with me. When I'm driving the car, he's right there with me. At work, he's with me. The Holy Spirit is your best friend. Come on, if he's not your best friend, invite him to be part of your friendship. Invite him in to be part of your life. Amen. So he intercedes for us. He intercedes for you to help you along the way. And today I want to look at the brain. So I'm going to educate you a little bit. Amen? So can, can we do that? Can I talk about the brain a little bit? Amen? Come on. Insane in the... Never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen? Right here is where it it's all starts here. So I want to talk about the brain. Amen? The brain is an amazing creation of God. And it works like a computer. The brain consists of two main parts. The neocortex uh, and the, uh, the limbic. I'm, I'm see, I don't hope I'm saying that right, amen, but that, that is what it is. Those two main parts. The, the neocortex is, is located in the front of the brain, okay? This is where you do all your higher level thinking. It functions to help you make plans, control impulses, make bad or good decisions. It helps you to stay focused. It receives and organizes. It stores information that you can recall. Amen. Now, the limbic or the limbic system is near the center of the brain or the center of your brain. Amen. And it's no bigger than a walnut. This part that I'm talking about. But it's a power pack with functions that affect your behavior and survival mode. Amen. So your behavior and survival mode. This portion of the brain stores all. Somebody say all. All the, the emotional memories, this little, this little walnut, it, it sets emotional tone in your mind. It paints pictures for you. It shows movies of emotional memory. And it, and it, and it tags you as certain things as important. Have you ever got tagged in Facebook? Now, that's what that, this part of the brain does, amen. It, it tags you with an event. It tags you with something that's important. 
Come on, if you've ever been in, in a, a dramatic event in your life, such as an accident or, or, or feeling abandoned or, or betrayed or abused, amen, this emotional side is stored up or tagged in your limbic system of your brain. And so this limbic part of the brain also contains all the automatic systems of our body. What it, what it is, it, it, it's, where it's your fight or survival mode, amen? So, brother, brother Josh, can you come up here? So this is how the brain functions, amen? This is the automatics of what it is, and I want you just to stand there. And so what it does, amen, the automatics helps you to react when something, someone goes like that. What, what do you feel like? But that, that's what it does. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. Amen. Brother, Brother Josh wants to attack me already. Hallelujah. But, what that, but that's, that's the impulse of anyone. If I would push anyone here, your natural response is to go into fight mode. It's a, a survival mode. That, that's, that's what's built inside of us. This is what the center of our brain does. It, it helps us in those areas. So these are the impulses inside of us. And there's a key difference now between the two parts, okay? The, the neocortex, the front of the brain, and the center of the brain, which is the, the limbic center or, or limbic uh, center, what it's called. Now, the difference between the front of the brain and the center of the brain. Now, the front does what? It helps you plan, Right? It helps you uh, function, uh, control impulses, make good or bad behaviors. It helps you to stay focused, amen. It organizes. It, it, it puts information in order. That's what our front of the brain does, amen. Now, the other part, amen, the center of the brain, that, that walnut-shaped thing that's inside of your brain has, a, uh, has an organized memory. Uh, it doesn't have an organized memory like the front of the brain. It's not organized, this, this walnut. So therefore, it can't tell you the difference between yesterday and 10 years ago. And this is what I mean. That's why it can recall some of the dramatic events that have taken place in your life years ago that trigger emotional things that happen today like it happened yesterday. You know what I'm talking about? So these things don't have a memory. It's not organized. Amen. All it is is take something, it hits it, and you're reliving it like you're living that, that, that day all over again. This is what it does. Amen. So there is no organization. It just triggers things in our mind. That's why people, when these things, they're trying to get away what's in the center of their mind. That's why they're, they, they, they run to drugs. Come on, somebody. Alcohol, other things. Amen. To avoid the, the awareness of the uncomfortable thoughts and feelings of the past. Now, that was me, amen. When, you know, I had so many things in my past I was running for, so I was trying to hide in a bottle. I would just drink it away, amen, thinking it would go away, but how I many know that doesn't happen? Hallelujah. So instead of facing them and making healthy responses, we resolve to fear. This is what we run to, I mean, we run to fear. That's why an alcoholic, let me tell you, can deeply believe in Christ, really want to serve God because, but, but, but in the center of his brain, this little walnut discredits their faith. Come on. And so it, 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 it runs and, and freaks out. I, I read a story of a man who grew up in a very violent home. This little boy, uh, whatever, uh, would, uh, whenever he displayed weakness, his stepfather would, would, would whip him and hit him and call him a wimp. So he learned real quick to what? Keep quiet about how he felt in order to survive in the environment that he was living in. So he withdrew 
and toughened up and hid everything in. So this, this little part of the limbic system in the center of his brain, this little walnut, would tag him with every emotional memory of that past. Now you fast forward now 20 years later. He's married now. And he's going through some things and his wife tells him, how come, honey, you never talk to me? Why do you withdraw with me? Why do you get, why do you get upset? Because he would remember the words spoken by his stepfather even still today as if it was yesterday. Don't be a wimp. It triggered something, intense emotions in the center of his brain. Warning lights would come on and say, don't say nothing. Don't open up. He's going to hit you. You're going to get hurt. And so these things would automatically trigger in his mind so he wouldn't open up to his wife. Now, the front of his brain, he loved his wife and wanted to open up. But in the middle of his brain was so much emotional hurt that he always went into survival mode. You know what I'm talking about? And so he would just clam up because I don't want to be a wimp. I, I want to be tough. I, I can't show this. I can't be display this. I, I'll get hurt, whatever it is. Amen. So... Their marriage would not have lasted except by the grace of God. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Jesus, for grace. Come on, you know, thank God for his amazing grace. And see, the Holy Spirit is, is, is a spirit of grace. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, 29 says this, Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and treated the blood of this blood, uh, the, the covenant of the, uh, the blood of the covenant, which has made us holy as something that was common and unholy and having insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us. Now, grace in its root word means this, to act graciously or merciful towards someone. In the Bible, the word grace is often connects us with a relationship with the grace giver. Amen? So we shouldn't use the word grace as, as of describing something simple that God dispenses. Amen? You see, God comes to the person, comes to you in the person of the Holy Spirit in ways that are kind, compassionate, and which much love, church. That, that's God's grace. Come on, somebody say amen. The Holy Spirit, the grace of God is always rooting for you. He's always cheering for you. He's always delighting in you. Amen. And his unconditional, uh, uh, he accepts you unconditionally for just the way you are. Come on, you don't have to be cleaned up to walk into a church. You don't need to be all strained up and looking good, amen, to be accepted by God, amen. You can come as you are, and God accepts you as you are. He loves you as you are. You're his creation, amen. Come on, don't listen to the lies of the devil. They won't accept you. You cannot go in there. You don't look good. No, God accepts you, amen, and he's rooting for you. He wants your life to turn around. He wants to transform you. He wants to change you. Come on, somebody. He wants to make a new creation out of you. Because it says anyone that's in Christ becomes a new creation. The old, somebody say the old, is gone. And the new comes. But the thing is, you've got to let go of the old. You've got to let go of the old. Tell your neighbor, let go of the old. See, transformation, church, will not come unless you start to release the old and trust God. You've got to trust the Lord. Because if you're carrying the past with you, and you're carrying everything of the past, you're, 
Oh, oh, oh. So my wife says, don't, don't touch that. I'm going to break it. Amen. Hallelujah. Front break. Front break. Organize, 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 organize. But we carry things, church. We, we're, we're going through things. We're trying to go forward. We want God to transfer. This is safe. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't worry. I'm not going to throw it at anyone. But this is safe. Amen. But sometimes we go to church with our past. We, 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 we sit with it. We talk with it. Amen. It's right here. We come to church. Amen. We pick it up. And sometimes we're supposed to leave it at the altar. We take it with you. And sometimes you come at the altar to leave it. And you leave and you say, oh, I need this. Come on, because you feel uncomfortable without the past. You, this some for some of you, you kind of make this. You know what? I, I want this past because you know what? I, I you know, I, I don't want to let go. I don't want to forgive. You know, you don't want to let this go, and you don't want to give it to God. Where God wants to say, "Give it to me, and let me transform you. Let me make you better." But because the past will keep us down and stop us from going forward, church. So grace and the Holy Spirit is always rooting for you. Come on, come on, you could do it. Leave it there. Come on, trust me, give it to me. I'll take care of it for you. I'll fix you. I'll, I'll take care of this past. I'll, 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 don't worry about it. His desire is to lead you with this unfailing love. His love has an ability, listen, church, to go deep down inside of you, to go to the core of who you really are and make you whole again. The Holy Spirit is the one that transforms you, church. We need to delight in the Spirit while He's working in us. Come on, we deal, we all deal with hangups. Come on, raise your hand if you have hangups. Hallelujah. Come on, if you don't raise it up, you're a liar. Hallelujah. <laughs> we'll pray for that. That's another message. Hallelujah. But we all deal with hangups. Amen. We all have things. We all have hiccups in our lives. Things that we're dealing with. Amen. Come on. So we need to delight in the, in the work of the Spirit inside of us. We need, to, we need to understand. We need to do what He does. You, say me, you need to give yourself grace. Come on. You need to be merciful to yourself. Come on, you, somebody say me again, you need to be patient with yourself. Come on, you need to tell yourself the truth and don't tell yourself a lie. Come on, somebody, you got to be upfront with you. Somebody say, be upfront with me. <laughs> Come on, tell yourself the truth. If you want breakthrough, you can't lie to yourself. You can't say, you're okay, Anna, it's okay, they're wrong, I'm right. You know, you when you know that you're wrong, come on, somebody, be upfront, amen. I made the mistake. I said the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing. I want to get fixed, amen. I got to give myself grace, amen. I got to be merciful to myself, amen. I need to be patient with myself. The Holy Spirit's working on me, hallelujah. Come on, be patient, come on. We want a quick work. Let God just come in. The Holy Spirit's merciful, he's patient, and he's rooting for you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm a work in progress, church. No one here's arrived. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. We won't arrive till we come and hear his voice. Well done, faithful, good servant. Come on. Welcome. Come into the kingdom. That's when we're okay, church. But until then, we're all a work in progress. 
I may be confused at times, overwhelmed at times, but the Spirit of God who lives inside of me is doing something powerful, a powerful work in my life, amen. And he's doing the same thing in your life, church. Come on, hallelujah. If he lives in you, he's working in you. He's healing you. He's restoring you from the inside out, amen. And he finishes the good work that he starts, church. He doesn't just start and then leave you. He starts and completes you. And everything from the hurt, he's taking it all out. It's a journey that he's doing. And he's making his transformation. And he's making those changes. And he says, give me those hurts. Give me your past. And I'll give you a new future. I'll fix you up. I'll create new memories for your life. And he starts to fix you inside. But you got to release him and say, Holy Spirit, come on. Keep working inside of me. Come on. Because we can all put on a face, amen. But it's the inside that counts, church. He wants to fix the inside. That way the outside is not a counterfeit we can put on a good smile and say everything's going good pastor and inside you're just broken and you're a liar come on we're, I'm, I'm, I need help Holy Spirit I, I need some fixing I, 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 need, some, I, I need some healing I, I'm not all there I'm not, I haven't arrived I, I, that's what Paul said I haven't arrived Paul the great apostle Paul I have not arrived Great man that does many, many great works for the Lord, yet he says, I have not arrived. But what thing he does, what? Forgets the past. Keeps focus on the future. Tell your neighbor, let go of the past. I, I, I don't know why I'm thinking there's a lot of people here holding on to the past. And you, you think you're okay. And you may go up for a few months without any problem. And all of a sudden, something triggers that center of your brain. And it takes you all the way back as it was fresh. And God wants to get rid of that. That you can continue. Go forward. Can somebody say amen? The amplified version of Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says this. I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you, will continue into the day of Jesus Christ right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Hallelujah. He's going to complete you, church. He's going to complete you till he comes back. And I'm here to tell you today that God's spirit is alive and well, and he's living in you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on. He's living in you. He's mending the fractures. He's mending the brokenness in the wounds of your soul, church. Come on. Listen, church. What is impossible for you is possible with God. It's possible with the, with the Holy Spirit. Come on. You just got to let him in. You got to understand you're, you're born again. You're born of the Spirit. Amen. And the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living inside of you. Hallelujah. That's power, church. That's the Spirit of God. Amen. The, the same Spirit that raised him up on that third day lives inside of you. That's some power. You can raise up from any grave. You can raise up from anything of strongholds. You can raise up from any, anything that's pulling you back. You can raise up, amen, and break the chains of the bondage of sin that's over your life. You can break all that thing because of the Spirit that's inside of you. 
Hallelujah. He's transforming your mind. He's, he's moving in the center of your brain. Amen. And he's trying to erase all the memories of your past and putting some good things in there. Hallelujah. Come on. Do you remember when you got saved? Come on. You remember that day when he set you free? Come on. That should be the what triggers. That's what should come up. Amen. No bad past. Amen. But God, the day you saved me. The day when I was down and out, amen. The day I was going to commit suicide. The day I was going to do something foolish. You stepped in and your spirit woke me up, amen. And I'm saved today because you did something inside my life. That's the spirit I'm talking about today, church. The one that wants to transform you. His spirit is present right now. Actively bringing life to our bodies, our soul, our spirit. His, his life source Flows within us, church. Penetrating our conscious mind and our unconscious mind into conforming us to the image of his son. We have to remember the promise of Jesus in John chapter 7. Verse 37 and 39 says this. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said with a loud voice, "Any, let anyone who is thirsty Come to me and drink. Uh, whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, rivers of living waters will flow within them. Amen. And by this, he meant the spirit. Amen. To those who believe him will later receive. But up to that time, the spirit has not been given since Jesus has not been yet glorified. Come on. He says, man, it, it's like living the, uh, of rivers. Amen. Living waters living inside of you. If you're thirsty for God and you come to God and say, God, I want you, and you accept him and you invite the Holy Spirit in him, and he brings life, church. Living water. Living, not stale water, but living water. Who's thirsty today? Who's thirsty today? <laughs> come on, who's thirsty today? I mean, you got to be thirsty for God. And he says, you come to me and you're thirsty. I'll give you a drink. Amen. And the, the water I give you, you'll never thirst again. Come on. It's living water. Amen. It, it does something. Not only are you just quenching your thirst. When it's hot and, and you're just getting that water, and it feels good for the moment. No, this is forever. This is living water that comes into your soul and all of a sudden starts stirring things inside of you. Things that were dead now start coming alive inside of you. And something inside of you says, man, I, 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 before I didn't think I can do this or I can't change. But now you're believing that God can heal you. God can deliver you. God can restore your marriage. God can break the chains of, of drugs and alcohol off your life. Amen. Because the living water is inside of you. His spirit is alive and active today, church. And that same spirit lives in you. Lives in you. Lives in you. Lives in you, Miriam. That spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. Isn't that powerful? It's that spirit that makes you smile. The world gave you a frown, but Jesus gives you a smile. <laughs> Come on, it's, it, 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 it's a total different look than what the world gives. You know, you drink something, you think you're a happy drunk, go, yeah. <laughs> but it's only temporary. It wears out, you wake up, what, with a hangover? Uh, why do I do that? 
You don't wake up with a hangover with the Holy Spirit. It's just a joy. It's always just a, just a natural high. Always feeling good. You wake up feeling good. Come on, if he's really living inside of you, we know what's, what's inside of us, and he, he brings all this, we should wake up happy when we wake up. Not just, ah, oh, it's Monday, you know? And that's our flesh, and we all deal with the flesh. Come on, don't, don't get me wrong, amen? But, man, God gave you another day of life. The Spirit woke you up. Man, I, I got Jesus. Why am I mad? Man, I'm saved. Why am I tripping? I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Man, why am I complaining? Hallelujah. You got a lot of positives on your side, church. Despite of your outlook, and maybe I'm not dismissing any troubles that anybody's going through, and all that is good. I mean, not good, but all those are reality of life sometimes. But you got to know who you have. And if the Spirit is living inside you, He's going to get you through it. Hasn't He always? <laughs> You're here today, man. You're looking pretty good to me. Come on. Things may not be all perfect, but man, we're on our way somewhere, church. As long as we keep on keeping the faith. As long as we don't let the past come back and drag us. Don't, don't pick this up no more, church. Let go of that past. You don't need to carry this. And the thing is, not only are they carrying this, they're carrying a lot of things. And some of you guys walk in, if you can walk in the Spirit, and we can see in the Spirit around, there's a lot of stuff that you're carrying and some things that you're dragging. Because we're so overwhelmed by life. We're so overwhelmed by things. And the thing is, we, we, we bring it into our minds by looking at all the stuff and the junk in the world. You know, you look at Ukraine and you say, man, there's a war. But then you look at that video and say, man, we're making impact. Man, people are getting saved. We're, 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 we're sending supplies. We're doing our part. See, there's always a good, yet they don't show that. They only show what? The bad. How many know that transformation doesn't come easy? doesn't come fast, right? What, I wish it could. I wish that, man, you could just come to Jesus, give your life to Jesus, and all of a sudden things just turn around in your life. And sometimes it does. With me, man, one salvation, boom. I was delivered from alcohol now 27 years plus. Hallelujah. That, that was a miracle. That, 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 took, that wasn't a work. I mean, God just said, let's get this out of the way. Now let's just focus on you now. Come on. He does those things. But most often, it doesn't come easy. Transformation doesn't come easy. It's a work. Amen. It's a good work that he does inside of you. Now, that doesn't mean that, that, that God is out of the miracle working business, amen. How many know that's not going to happen? He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever, amen. He will do miracles in your life, church, amen. But it's a process, listen, between you and me and the supernatural work. It's our responsibility, say my responsibility. Our responsibility to obey him. Like I said last week, we must embrace our pain and we must feel, amen. Feelings lead to healing. Feeling leads to healing. Church, most of the emotional wounds are not healed with a single prayer, church. God will remove those things in the center of your brain and he will replace it with new memories, church. I, I, man, I wish I could just pray and boom, finances heal, boom. Come on, marriage heal. Boom. I mean, if that was happening, the word would go out and this place would be packed out. Hallelujah. They'd be lined up. Amen. I want the same prayer that she got. Amen. Hallelujah. But it doesn't happen that way. 
This doesn't rewire our, our limbic system, our center of the brain. Instead, the Spirit of God offers to fellowship with you and then lead you into freedom. And He speaks word of comfort to your heart. The Holy Spirit will come in and says, you know what, I, I know that secret pain of yours. I grieve with you. I'm here to help you bear the burden of your suffering. I will lead you into the truth and wholeness. Don't run from your heartache. Embrace it. I'm here for you. That's what he will say. If he comes to you, he goes, I know the hurt inside you. I know what you've been through. And I, I feel that with you. Because when the Holy Spirit hurts, you know, you hurt, the Holy Spirit hurts. If you grieve, he grieves with you. He understands, church. Matthew chapter 11, 28 to 30 says, Jesus said this, Come to me, all who are weary and, hairy, uh, and heavy, uh, carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden I give you is light. He says, give me them. Trade it like that song we sing. Trade in your sorrows for the joy of the Lord. Trade it in. Trade in your pain. Come on, trade in your suffering. Trade in all these things. And he goes, I'll give you something better. Amen. I'll carry those for you. I'll take care of these. Here, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My yoke is light. Amen. Give me those things that are heavy. Give me all those things, church. I'm here to let you know that the Holy Spirit wants to help you. He wants to transform you. And he wants to set you free. How many want to be free in this place? And bring those heavy things, church, and give it to the Lord. Come on, give me those heavy things. I can handle it. I can take care of those things. Those things don't, they don't, they, they, they don't overwhelm me. I know how to handle those things. You don't. You're trying to handle it. You're trying to bring it together. You're trying to, you're trying to, the center of your brain says, don't give in. Come on, they're going to they're gonna talk about you. They're going to do the other. Whatever the past is, and people that have done what they've done in the past reflects as we're going in here. And all of a sudden it's there, and it's reliving inside of us. He goes, I, I can't be a wimp. I can't do this. I, I can't do this, and I can't do that, and all this stuff. And, and the devil's just lying for you, and he's ripping off true freedom in your life. Just be up to him. I'm a wimp. I need prayer. Hallelujah. I don't have it together, Pastor. I need prayer. God, I, Pastor, I struggle in this. I need prayer. Jesus, I can't overcome this. I need your help. Who told you you have to be tough? Who told you after six months you can't complain no more? <laughs> Who told you, amen, after six months you're still struggling? You're a flake. You're a wimp. Who told you that? The devil told you that. Dust yourself off. Get up. Repent and get right. And allow the Holy Spirit to come in and fix you. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your past. And keep walking, church. Don't stay down. Don't stay down, church. This, this is not a time... Or season to stay down. 
the devil will keep you down. That is his job, church. That is his mission statement, is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he does. If he had t-shirts like we have t-shirts, that's what he says. I'm here to kill, steal, and destroy. And all his demons wear them. You know, we wear praise chapel, whatever. We're representing Jesus. He's representing his kingdom. And his demons know exactly what they need to do to take you down. And they're very good at it. You know, we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to come inside of us and know what we have inside of us. That we are more powerful than that. That by the mention of the name Jesus, demons tremble. And that same power that, that raised Christ is inside you. You have the same authority to say that, get out of here, demon. Get out of my house. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You can cast out demons from your kids and all that stuff. Hallelujah. Moms, come on. They come home from school. God, every demon, get out. Hallelujah. <laughs> come on. You ain't coming in my house. You, anything jump on your date? I don't know. Well, we're going to make sure. Hallelujah. Just, just take that demon out. Hallelujah. I'm serious. If they've come in acting up, something followed them. And you as parents have the authority to say, uh-uh, mm-mm. Come here, buddy. Come on. We're going we're to get ready to get this out of here now, okay? Hey, Mom, again? Yes, again. Hallelujah. I ain't going to take no chance. Plead that blood of Jesus over your home, church. Come on, nothing formed against us will prosper. Come on, let that blood cover that house, amen, that you're blessing. You're coming and you're going, church. Pray that on your kids. Hallelujah. I'm going to close today. Listen, the spirit that lives within you is well aware of all your emotional pains of your past. He already knows. Just give it to him. He knows when you're wrestling with the center of that brain, that walnut in your brain. This fight is a time gap, church. Listen, from the front of your brain to what's going on to the center of your brain from the experiences of your past. There's a time gap that's here. And this is why we're living out our faith, amen. It can be some, sometime a struggle because we're battling with that time gap. That's why we can understand what Paul agonized when he said in Romans chapter 7, the things I ought to be doing, I don't do. And the things I shouldn't be doing, I do. I end up doing what I want to do, and I hate it. Isn't that like us? That's the battle. That's the time gap. This is what our battle is, church, the front of the brain and the center of the brain. We're, we're fighting constantly with that. And it, and it, and it comes and it, and it, and it hits and it, and it affects our faith, our walk with God. Amen. That's why it's so important, church, to go deeper. As we go deeper with the Holy Spirit, listen, transformation comes. Deep transformation occurs one day at a time, one decision at a time. And I'm going to minister on that in a few weeks. Amen. But let's deal with what we need to deal with, church. 
Let's get rid of the time gap. Let's get rid of those things in our center of our brain and allow God to transform us. Can somebody say amen? Let's all stand up.